0: And now we've got our very special guest, uh, curator Diane uh, Samilis, here to talk to us about um, uh, an exhibition currently on at the Glenaris City Council's Gallery Stories in Clay uh, Arthur Merrick Boyd Pottery. How are you today, Diane? Hello. Hello, can, can you hear us, Diane?
1: Yes, I can hear you now, yes, thank you. Oh, good,
0: great. <laughs> um, so can you tell us about uh, the exhibition and um, I suppose where the idea, uh, yeah, um, story from first idea to, to now that it's um, currently on?
1: Well, uh, the exhibition celebrates the creative achievements of the Arthur Merrick Boyd pottery, which was one of Australia's most innovative, significant and vibrant post-war potteries. Um, it's really important because it was established so in post-war Melbourne, 1944, by some of Australia's leading artists, so Arthur Boyd and John Percival, who together with philosopher and artist Peter Herbst established the pottery in Mirren Road, Murrumbina, so at 500 Mirren Road. Uh, and it operated as a pottery studio until it closed in the early 60s. Uh, the immediate aim of the pottery <clears throat> was really to manufacture utilitarian crockery and pottery to meet the demands Uh, caused by wartime shortages. But later on, the focus of the pottery changed and it started to produce some really exciting, experimental and vibrant one-off earthenware pieces. So some wonderful bowls, decanter sets, some amazing coffee and tea sets, vases, and tiles applied to coffee tables. And they were often decorated with... So there are some beautiful examples in the exhibition, actually, of some of the pieces by... Arthur Boyd and John Percival of um, pieces decorated with angels, beasts and portraits. And Neil Douglas in particular embraced Australian flora and fauna and some wonderful um, works emerged out of this collaborative and creative environment.
0: All right. Um, Any particular Australian flora and fauna you think that he was um, especially inspired by?
1: Well, he was interested in... um, all types of Australian plants. He was really uh, depicted kangaroos and koalas, different bird life that was unique to Australia. So he was a really... Um, he was an environmentalist and very interested in nature. There was a strong connection to nature in his work.
0: Ah, oh, OK. So um, were there many uh, sort of... As, as well as the natural world, was, was it most of the natural world or were there some sort of um, human world, civilisation um, images in there as well?
1: Was there, Yeah, the natural... The natural world. Right. Uh, there are some lovely examples in the exhibition. Uh, there's a decanter set, for example. Uh, we borrowed some pieces from the National Gallery of Victoria and from private collections also from Heidi Museum of Modern Art, Shepherd and Art Museum and Monash University Museum of Art in Caulfield. So the loans people the museums and the private collectors have been very generous in loaning works. And without the loan, you know, there wouldn't be an exhibition. So we're, you know, very grateful.
2: As curator, what was your process like sort of um, choosing and bringing together different pieces for the exhibition and making that cohesive?
1: Well, um, I'd started off curating two other major Boyd exhibitions prior to this one. So I'd done a lot of research over the last probably 10 years. And I was, with this exhibition, I was really wanting to tell the story and make the exhibition really vibrant and engaging for visitors, because when I'm curating exhibitions, I always have the visitor in mind. How's the visitor going to interact with the works? You know, so the design of the exhibition is really crucial, as is the lighting. And the selection of works is really um, significant as well when you're curating an exhibition. So um, I was aware of some of the pieces in public collections, but not so much in private collections. Uh, And, one of the important aspects of the pottery was really that it was a collaborative pottery. So um, a lot of the works were done collaboratively. One artist would throw the pot, the other one would decorate it, uh, and many of the pieces were unsigned or incised or inscribed in the base with the Arthur Merrick Boyd mark. So when, that's something I was really um, conscious of when I was curating the exhibition, just keeping that col- the collective spirit of the pottery in mind and making that really at the forefront of the exhibition.
2: Great, and um, so you've been the Council's curator and gallery coordinator since 2008, so how does putting together this exhibition sort of compare to other projects you've worked on throughout that time?
1: Look, the curatorial process does um, vary depending on you know, the levels of research you have to do, sourcing the loans, um, you know, writing the label, text, it's, it's really um, it's quite, it's, it's always exciting and inspiring. Uh, this one was interesting because it focused on pottery mainly, and I haven't curated a pot, an exhibition just focusing on pottery before, so that was an interesting challenge, but very rewarding. And seeing you know the pieces coming in from the different lenders was really exciting. And then the final aspect of the exhibition, of course, designing the exhibition, um, placing the works in the showcases, you know, organising the lighting, and creating sight lines within the exhibition to make it um, more engaging for visitors. The other thing that was exciting about this exhibition was getting excerpts from an oral history interview with Peter Herbst, one of the founders of the pottery Okay. And that was courtesy of the National Library of Australia in Canberra. So there's a separate room where you hear Peter's voice where he talks about the early years of the pottery. And visitors have found that really interesting and enriching in terms of, you know, really um, just getting a sense of what the pottery was like, particularly in those early years in post war Melbourne.
0: So, what do you find most interesting about uh, pottery as an art form? And I guess, um, especially uh, in this period, the post war period.
1: You know the, the pieces that emerged from this, from the A and B pottery, were so experimental. They were really innovative um, with their their glazes, the subject matter, the designs were really exciting. No, that's something that's so distinctive uh, about this sort of post-war pottery period. And I think um, in terms of you know pe- artists like Arthur Boyd and John Percival, I think uh, prior to this they hadn't really specialised in ceramics, but the ceramics really formed a significant part of their creative output for probably, or well, with John Percival for, you know, 10 years uh, or 10 to or 12 years. And it led to the development of his uh, angel, the ceramic angel sculptures that he made between 57 and 62. So it was a really highly creative period for Percival, Arthur Boyd and Neil Douglas. And there are some beautiful examples of the Percival, ceramic angels in the exhibition, the loop player, and also a ceramic angel sculpture from 58. Another key piece, which is really fantastic, is an Arthur Boyd ceramic sculpture that developed as a result of him working at the A&B Pottery, and that's Woman on the Phone from 54, and that's a, an amazing, highly accomplished piece of pottery imbued with humour and distinctive express, expressive features. And um, it led to other expressive ceramics and significant pieces like the uh, monumental 10-metre-high ceramic pylon, which uh, was commissioned for the fifty six Olympic Games in Melbourne. So, um, yeah, this pottery was... uh, I think the exhibition really recognises the important contribution that the A&B pottery made to 20th-century Australian pottery And also the exciting generation of potters who emerged in post-war Melbourne. And yeah, there are some really significant pieces in the exhibition that really help to tell that story.
2: Amazing. And do you have a particular piece in the exhibition that you're particularly excited about people seeing?
1: Yes, look, there are many pieces that I really like. Um, I'm particularly fond of um, Arthur Boyd's Tea Service and Decanter Set. So they're both from 1948 on loan from the National Gallery of Victoria. Um, They depict playful angels and address humanists and biblical themes. So those two pieces I really, really think are fantastic. Um, Another wonderful piece in the exhibition is the coffee service from 57 by John Percival, which um, comprises of a coffee pot and six mugs, which are decorated with really powerful and expressive human faces. Um, so they're probably, yeah, amongst many significant works, they're the ones that are um, some of the most interesting pieces, I think.
2: Great. Well, thank you so much, Diane. Um, I think our listeners who listened to that hopefully got inspired to come along and check out the exhibition.
1: And it runs to the 15th of December.
2: Yeah, so 15th December 2019 at the Glen Iris City Council Gallery. Um, definitely head over and check that out. Thanks so much for chatting with us, Diane.
1: It's a pleasure. Thank you.